Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Gowndary, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Pickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician, that's me, and a health education expert, that's me, talk about what you need to know about COVID-19, as well as community and public health. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, to watch and share our incredible informative animations, visit us at noisefiltershow.com. So let's get started. COVID-19, compounding issues in an already strained areas of the world. Across the world, COVID-19 has strained medical resources and has consumed a lot of focus from healthcare officials. Here in the U.S., hospital beds and resources are limited due to the pandemic. Now imagine the challenges already under-resourced countries are facing. In these countries, strides were being made towards battling other diseases such as HIV, TB, and malaria. But the already strained resources and struggling citizens were put in further jeopardy by the COVID-19 pandemic. Vulnerable populations have delayed seeking diagnoses or medications out of fear of coming in contact with the coronavirus. Furthermore, some were denied entrance to clinics due to exhibiting COVID-19 symptoms. Wow. Delayed treatment and diagnosis of TB, HIV, and malaria, also known as the big three infectious diseases in global health, is extremely dangerous. One statistic from the New York Times shows that in 2020, one million fewer people were tested and treated for TB compared to 2019. Wow. Since TB is a communicable disease, every undiagnosed or untreated person is at risk for spreading the bacteria to others. For HIV, there has been a decrease in testing and preventative treatment. Malaria diagnoses have also fallen worldwide, but not to the same extent as the other diseases, meaning countries have found ways to keep up testing rates to around pre-pandemic numbers. Now, it's frightening to think about what screenings were put off due to the pandemic across the world. Delaying testing and screenings for serious diseases and illnesses can have disastrous effects. For example, pushing off a mammogram to screen for breast cancer could prevent catching cancer in early stages. There are many issues that have been compounded by the COVID-19 pandemic. More are now living in poverty, which is tied to decreased access to healthcare services. As we've been dealing with a pandemic for quite some time, we've had to adapt and overcome. Some countries adopted new methods for medication and medical supply distribution, online monitoring of medication compliance for TB, or even began testing for TB, HIV, and COVID all in the same visit. In the face of adversity, administrations and healthcare officials have found ways to handle some of the issues that pandemic brought along to already strained areas of the world. Yeah, uh, Hope, what are your what are your thoughts about this? I mean, for me, this is not a surprise because essentially healthcare is so limited in terms of resources all over the world, especially in resource poor countries. That it's not a surprise to me that you know these programs are already being kind of strung together by a shoestring. And then now you add this massive global pandemic on it. Of course, it's going to just take away from resources for other programs. Right, right. I mean, all I could think about is when the pandemic first started, people weren't using public transportation. So how were they even getting to their appointments in the first place? They were scared to do that. So of course, 
I can see why those screenings went down dramatically. And then people were scared to go in the hospital because all they could think of was just COVID was just floating around in the air. I remember having conversations with family thinking, I can't go in the hospital. Like it's, it's just there. COVID is there. So I can, it makes sense. Yeah. This is a story that we'll continue to follow here on Noise Filter, but uh, it is something of great concern. And if these infectious diseases that we've had somewhat of a handle on over the course of the last couple of years, again, it's just not going to be surprising if we start seeing more diagnoses of them. So we'll continue to follow that story. Service workers now add vaccine checker to their job duties. What do San Francisco, New Orleans, and New York City have in common? They're all U.S. cities that have instituted a passport system consisting of vaccine requirements for anyone visiting indoor public spaces like restaurants, cinemas, and gyms. Other large cities are planning to soon follow suit. But what does this mean for the venues and workers? Vox reports that these new proof of vaccination rules are creating problems for venues and workers as they've largely been left out on their own to figure out how to enforce requirements and how to respond when angry customers push back. Candace Hutchinson, a manager at the Beach Corner Bar and Grill in New Orleans, said, a guy came in here and told the bartender, I want to see your hepatitis and AIDS vaccine. Another customer threw a drink in an employee's face after the new rules. Mm. Let me just really quickly stop and just say the terminology is not AIDS. It's HIV. Right. Let's right. be very clear. And right. there is no HIV vaccine right now. So let's also be clear about that. There are hepatitis A and B vaccines. And then lastly, the mRNA vaccine technology that we've seen roll out for coronavirus is being utilized for HIV. So we may, at wow. some point, we may see an HIV vaccine. But anyway. Oh my other, gosh. Wouldn't that be great news? Yes. <laughs> other customers are rebelling against the rules by not patronizing the restaurant. So business has gone down a quarter since August. The biggest issue with the new requirements is that it thrusts the responsibility of enforcing public health regulations on service workers who throughout the pandemic have already had to deal with abuse from certain customers over temperature checks, mask wearing, and social distancing. This leaves service workers with two bad options. They can enforce the rules and risk harassment and lost tips, or they can overlook unsafe customer behavior and endanger their own health. And like, what kind of options are those? Like that is absolutely terrible. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you remember, and maybe you wrote the story about how women waitresses or servers are being yes. harassed even more. Did yes. you write that story? You made? I did. Right. And how the men are, won't give them a tip unless they pull their mask down and smile or it's just, it's oh. horrific. It's horrific. Yeah. We really I don't understand what world we're living in, that this is okay. And this is being done. Like what, what I don't understand it. Like, how yeah. is this okay? Yeah, it's it's not. <laughs> and that's why we're doing this, right? right. To, to report about this, to, to show people that this behavior is not appropriate. But it's not all bad news, however, because some venues in New York told Vox that despite opposition, most customers are happy to show their vaccine passes. In fact, one effect of the vaccine rules is that they seem to be incentivizing people to get vaccinated. In mm -hmm. fact, last month, 99 attendees at a New Orleans Saints game got vaccinated on site so they can enter the arena. Awesome. Some, yeah, that's right. And in some regions of Italy, vaccination rates surged as high as 200% 
after the country instituted its Green Pass system, which requires people to prove their vaccination status to enter public venues. France has also instituted their system and has seen a similar surge in vaccination rates. Yeah, so it's working. Yep. While the new rules and vaccine requirements are great in helping to curb the rate of infection and encouraging people to get vaccinated, we must not forget about the workers who are being called on to enforce those rules. No one should get harassed simply for doing their jobs and trying to keep themselves safe. Yeah, you're right. Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast and to follow us on social media. And you can find me at the Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y. You can follow us at Noise Filter on Instagram, Noise Filter NOLA on Twitter, and to see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us and the show, go to noisefiltershow.com. Just as a reminder, COVID-19 and the human immunodeficiency virus do share the same risk factors, and you can learn more at www.scaetc.org. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking the steps to keep yourself and loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, and seeing your healthcare provider regularly. And protect yourselves and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. As an infectious diseases doctor, I also want to share with healthcare providers in our audience that the HIV Care Tools app was recently launched by the AETC and is a fantastic tool for ensuring your patients have the best standard of care. I encourage you to check it out. And remember, health is a human right. Right.